Hi there, I'm Gavin Crawford. I'm a writer, an actor, and a comedian. And for the last eight or nine years, I have been navigating life with my mother's increasing dementia. Has it been sad? Yeah. Has it been funny? Also, yeah. That's what my brand new podcast series, Let's Not Be Kidding, is about. It's the true story of my life as a comedian, my mom, and dementia. Let's Not Be Kidding, with me, Gavin Crawford. A new seven-part series from CBC Podcasts, available now. This is a CBC Podcast. 2023 is the warmest year on record. With those frigid temperatures coming, Calgarians are finding ways to acclimate. Police escorted Donald Trump's motorcade through the increased security around a D.C. court. Because news. With Gavin Crawford. Ah, hello everyone. Hey everybody, I'm Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News, Canada's funniest news quiz. Hundreds of employees have been laid off from Amazon Prime Video. You know, they were Prime employees because they were all shipped off on the same day. (laughs) Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel. Like her home province of Alberta, she is proud, she is spirited, and she has the ability to suddenly turn very, very cold. Get ready to chill with Alice Moran. Yay! I've got a real circulation problem. In the middle chair, a panelist so good, he just might break CBC Radio for a second time this week. Please welcome back Brandon Ash Mohammed. Yay! I didn't even know I did that the first time. And finally, he was hotter than ever this year. No, it's not the earth. It's Miguel Rivas. Yeah! That's me! Daddy. He's talking about me! Daddy. All right, panel, are you ready? Yes. Yes. But let's go. Here is the news, the latest news. CTV News ran this headline this week. Flying taxis, AI twins, and bendable smartphone screens. For a point, what had CTV writing about flying taxis and AI twins? Is it a parent trap reboot? (laughs) They're uh, doing a rebooted Blade Runner. (laughs) Good guesses. The correct answer. I know what it is. Brandon? The Las Vegas Convention of Consumer Electronics. Yes, it's the Consumer Electronics Show. The future is now. Yes, it's time for the annual Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And the tech giants are pulling out all the latest gadgets in an effort to grab your hard-earned cash. From electric skis to robot valets, there's something for everyone and their dog. Arf! (laughs) The headline reads, CES Pet Tech. Throw your dog a bone or an AI collar. For the point, what can the AI collar do for your dog? It helps your dog steal the work of artists. (laughs) Uh, It takes away the guilt of punishing your dog too harshly because the AI does it for you. Stop it. For real, what do you think an AI collar can do? I don't know. Just take like biometric data or something. It does, yes. It monitors your dog's location, stress levels. It even lets you know if your dog is scratching. (laughs) The AI collar will send you a notification that your dog is stressed while you're at work. (laughs) That's a nightmare all day. It's just at your desk and it's like, help, help. 
Help me! That's the thing. If you're at work, what can you do about it? Well, that's where the Oro Dog Companion comes in, also debuting at CES. The CNET headline reads, This dog nanny robot senses when your pup is stressed and snaps into action. What action does the dog nanny robot snap into? It just gets your dog a little high. (laughs) So your dog is just very vibey. Yeah, I was just going to say, it'll let it hump it or something. Uh, It analyzes the dog's noises and heart rate, and it might decide to give the dog a treat, to play soothing music, or to FaceTime you at work. Uh, like, if you give my dog the power to FaceTime me when I leave the house, my dog is going to FaceTime me. Every, like It will figure out what noise it has to make to activate FaceTime. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a nightmare here where you're going to come home and it's going to be like, I decided in your absence to put your dog down. <laughs> you're welcome. Get a new dog. That one was badly behaved. Uh, The dog nanny robot can also feed your dog while you're away and even play fetch with it. We're letting AI both do all of the art and play with dogs. What's left for us to enjoy? But of course, CES hasn't just gone to the dogs. There's also a robot for dad. That's right. The latest version of Yarbo was unveiled at CES. And this Yarbo could be Canada's go-to dad bot. What exactly does the dad bot do? It tells me it's proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> or it, um, it buys me comedy for dummies every Christmas. <laughs> well, I'm in therapy. <laughs> it seems like you don't need a robot, Dad, Alice, when you've got such a great one already. <laughs> uh, what do you think the dad bot does? Oh, Brand, it uh, walks around your house and it points out where all the air is getting in. And then it walks over to the TV And permanently sets it to the History Channel Correct answer Yarbo is a robot that does yard work A headline reads Everyone hates plowing snow The updated Yarbo robot cleans up while you're inside The lawn cutting, leaf blowing, snow plowing robot Can handle drifts up to 30 centimeters high Hmm. A fully tricked out Yarbo will cost about 10 grand Canadian With all the attachments I want to get on an episode I want to start a show called Pimp My Yarbo (laughs) (laughs) Exhibit He makes my Yarbo have like a a bass system in the back or something (laughs) DVD player A DVD player and a query for some reason. Yeah. Well, if you prefer to spend your time in the bathroom instead of in the yard, perhaps you'll appreciate the Bee Mind oh. debuting at CES. How does a Bee Mind enhance your bathroom? Does it just like make everything like smell good, like automatically like analyzes the smell of the bathroom and then shoots like Febreze or that, something? You've described a Glade plug-in. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's not the same thing. Debuting at CES this year, the Glade plugin. <laughs> oh, no. BeMind is a smart mirror designed to promote mental health. The headline reads, this smart mirror uses AI to boost your confidence and mood. How does the BeMind mirror boost your confidence and mood? Okay. It shows you a different person. <laughs> <laughs> It shows The Rock and all women. It's young Jessica Alba. <laughs> Burn on now, Jessica Alba. Wow. It does not do that. Brandon, mm. any idea how it boosts your confidence and mood? It shows you what you would look like if you drank enough water and stopped talking to your ex. 
<laughs> it uses AI to analyze your expressions and mood and offers affirmations, more flattering or soothing lighting. Ooh, and, I like that. And uh, also displays calming images. <laughs> This, uh, this already sounds sexist. Like, yeah. if you're a woman, it's going to be like, you should smile more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it should just basically be a mirror that has the TikTok bold glamour filter Ooh, built yeah, into okay. it. So every time you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I look like that. Like, All right, I'm going outside. <laughs> uh, finally, CES debuted a handy kitchen gadget known as the Bartesian. It sits on your counter. What will the Bartesian bring to your kitchen? Brandon, an idea of what was the like, Bartesian I, I might do? I thought it was like a bartisan, like bard. So I thought you'd just like give it words and it writes you like sonnets or something. <laughs> something everyone wants yeah. in their kitchen. It is an electronic bartender. Oh. The Bartesian. Oh. So it's like a Nescafe for winos. It is. Yeah. It's literally, it's a Keurig for yeah. alcoholics. Yes. The Jetsons were yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it can hold four different spirits. You select your cocktail, pop in a pod, and boom. Ooh. You know that rum and coke is just rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm confused, Alice. No. I, don't tell the Bartesian. Slow, slow down, Alice. But don't, aren't you making it in the back of the machine? And yes. then it just comes out of the front of the machine? You would be adding in all the ingredients, and then later they would be... It's literally... It, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's, <laughs> it is a pitcher. They're describing a pitcher. <laughs> it's... A, you don't understand it. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you don't understand the vision. Yeah. <laughs> because news. With Gavin Crawford. I'm Gavin Crawford. This is Because News. This week I'm joined by Alice Moran, Brandon Ash Muhammad, and Miguel Rivas. To hear the whole show, subscribe to our podcast. To hear half the show, just get out of your car now. <laughs> Panel, it's time now to turn to the biggest news story in Canada this week. And because it's January, that's the weather. (laughs) According to the New York Times, the science is in, and 2023 was the hottest year in history. How hot was it, panel? So hot, it's currently pregnant by Nick Cannon. (laughs) So hot that it's still dateable in its 30s? (laughs) (laughs) In a number, does anyone know the genuine number, how hot in degrees it was? It's like one and a half degrees hotter than any other year? Uh, You're very close. 1.48 degrees Celsius higher than in the pre-industrial era. Wow. So I'll give you the point for that. (laughs) According to the Times, we are flirting with the global warming limit of 1.5 degrees. Uh, Oh, okay, damn. 1.5 is the point beyond which many ecosystems will struggle to adapt and human survival is questionable in some areas. So you're saying there's a chance. It's right. Point, Questionable. We still got point oh two to go. Oh, yeah, baby. I wouldn't worry about it. That's the bad news. The good news is a former inhabitant of Russia is icing out practically everyone in Canada this week and much of the United States. For the point, name that former Russian resident that's chilling everyone out. Yakov Smirnov? <laughs> Mikhail Gorbachev. Tony Collette. I'm sorry, Tony Koletsky. <laughs> the MSN headline reads, Siberia shares polar vortex with oh. Canada bringing coldest air of the season. Yes, we've got the old polar vortex happening at the time of taping. The temperature in Edmonton, Alberta is minus 31 degrees Celsius, minus 43 with the wind chill. Ew. 
an Edmonton Journal headline gave Albertans some advice in advance of the deep freeze. What was their advice? Move. <laughs> Alice? It just says, keep repeating, oh, but it's a dry cold, over and over and over again. <laughs> As is the way of my people. That is a solid Alberta joke. And to be fair, it is a it dry is cold. A dry cold. <laughs> the headline from the Edmonton Journal reads, hang on to each other. As snow and the big minus 30 plummet nears. I mean, what a way to try to pick someone up, though. Yeah. Show them the Edmonton Journal and wink. <laughs> hey, baby, I heard it's a dry cold. Yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg, Regina, Calgary, Thunder Bay, and Yellowknife are all seeing minus 30 temperatures. Even Vancouver's below zero this weekend. There are snowstorms all across the east, which means, panel, we can finally bring out the big wheel of winter. Here it comes, fresh out of the shop, covered in a giant snow tire. Put on your mittens and spin the wheel of winter, Miguel. You're up first. Don't use your tongue. It's cold. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <sighs> oh, it's so fun to watch. Ooh, you've landed on hours without powers. Winter storm warnings have been issued across the country, and power outages are likely to occur. Saskatchewan Power is recommending clients keep an emergency kit in their home. Mm-hmm. Let's help people out. What should be in your emergency kit? Food, water, and a good book. (laughs) Two points there for food and water. One gallon of water each for every member of your household. Non-perishable food products. Uh, What else, Alice? A knife. Uh, It is not a a knife. Uh, What about batteries? Yes, definitely batteries and a flashlight. A manual can opener. Right. Also a radio. Uh, oh. Because if Are the power doing? goes out, you want to be able to hear this show. Both <laughs> waited. If you lose power for an extended period, Global News offered a handy tip on how to know if the food in your freezer is still safe to eat when the power comes back on. It involves using a quarter. Can you tell me how do you use a quarter to make sure the food in your freezer didn't go bad during a power outage? Well, it's an old wives' tale thing where if you pull out the, you look at the, if the queen is young or old, and the saying goes, if the queen is old, your food is cold. <laughs> if the queen is young, <clears throat> hot diarrhea from your bum. <laughs> uh, that is not it, Miguel. All of these tips are from 30 years ago, so it's go to a payphone, phone a friend, and ask. <laughs> it is actually, you're supposed to keep a cup of water frozen in your freezer with a quarter on top, and then you keep your freezer closed. When the power comes back on, if the quarter has sunk more than about an inch down in the glass... Then walk into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you know the food's okay to eat, but if the quarter's at the bottom of the glass, toss it. Oh, oh okay. Heading back to the wheel, Brandon Ashmohammed spin the Wheel of Winter. I did that. Well done. You've landed on driving... According to CBC News, Parks Canada has issued a very peculiar message to motorists traveling through our national parks this winter for the point, what does Parks Canada not want drivers to do this winter? Okay, they don't want them to like leave their cars and make snowmen because they'll be enchanted and then they'll die in the spring. <laughs> it's like when you get a dog. You're like, are yeah. you ready for when you have to yeah. put it down later? Yeah. Why do I keep bringing up putting down dogs? I don't know. Do you have a, do you have a dog? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alice, any guesses? What does Parks Canada not want you to do while driving this winter? They just stop hitting mooses. Uh, you're very close, Miguel. They don't. They. It's really unsafe. They don't want you to do donuts. Like where you spin around and with your car. It's just. It's fun, but it's not safe. The headline reads: Try not to let moose lick your car. 
Parks Canada warns. Why do moose want to lick your car? Foreplay? Because they always choose dare instead of truth. (laughs) I dare you to lick that car. Okay. Why do moose want to lick your car, Brandon? I don't know. It's like that cat thing. It reminds them of their mom or something. It reminds them of their mom is not correct. There is something on the road and cars that moose like to lick. Ooh. Oh, salt. They like to lick the salt. Miguel, for a point on that one. Moose need a high salt intake. So in the winter, they trek to the highways to lick the salt off the road and off of slow-passing cars. Hmm. Ooh. This behavior puts the moose at risk for injury. So if a moose does put the moves on your car, what does the article recommend you do to let the moose down easy? Tell the moose that you just got out of a thing (laughs) and that you're just like not ready, but you'd love to be friends. Like I'm into camels or something. I don't know. I'm into camels. I only date camels. Sorry. They say you should try to slowly drive around the animal. Okay. While yelling, I never loved you. (laughs) Sometimes when the moment is right and the sparks fly, dating can be magic. But even the most romantic connection can get a little awkward. And the dog's kind of watching us at this point, and so it started to lick my ear. True Dating Stories is the new CBC podcast that explores the messy corners of romance. Real-life tales told by the people who live them. I'm tied up on this dude's bed, and there's nobody around to help. True Dating Stories is available from CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Panel, it's time for a Because News fake ad. Brace yourselves for adventure, and then be ready for questions. Alaska. The beauty, the majesty, the adventure. Get ready to experience nature the way only Air Alaska can provide. Feel the wind in your face. Taste the snow on your tongue. Strap in for a thrill because we're blowing the doors off air travel to bring you closer to nature than you ever imagined. Maybe too close. Air Alaska. Don't let anything come between you and the sky. All right, panel, there's your fake ad for the point. Why, oh why, was Alaska Airlines making all the headlines this week? Well, it's pretty obvious from the clue. They're introducing long skates instead of wheels for the landing gear. (laughs) Uh, No, I do know this. Uh, Air Alaska is the only airline that you're allowed to smoke on because when you fly Air Alaska, you're still outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) In a manner of speaking, yes. Can anyone say, uh... The doors, the Air Alaska in mid-flight, the doors came off. That is correct. CBS News writes, Alaska Airlines flight forced to make emergency landing after window blows out mid-air. Minutes after taking off from Portland, a door plug on Alaska Airlines flight 1282 blew right off. The plane was at 16,000 feet. Thankfully, no one was seated beside the opening, and none of the passengers or crew were seriously injured. So we can joke about it. (laughs) 
I like the idea that the, the steward came up to you and the stewardess came up to you and was like, are you comfortable sitting here beside where the door will be blown up? Because in an emergency, you're going to go out the window. <laughs> I've flown Air Alaska from Portland also, which is crazy. And it was honestly a wonderful flight. I was like, I love Air Alaska. Did you see any of the footage of this? Yeah, I saw a footage and it was a girl at the back of the plane. It was a TikTok and she's like, lol, when you wake up from your nap and think there was just turbulence and then it cuts to the hole. <laughs> and like, girl, how'd you sleep through that? Teach me your ways. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like a TikTok generation thing where they're just like, oh, this is going to be good footage. So it's all just like, yo, check it out. The hole concept. in the plane. Well, I mean, it's, you know, something like that happens and you think, oh, I might die. And then you go like, mm, at least I'll be added to a Wikipedia page. <laughs> you know, not everybody is notable enough for that. A few days after the incident, residents of Portland began finding items that had been sucked out of the plane. One gentleman out for a walk discovered something completely undamaged and in perfect working order. What did he find that survived the fall from 16,000 feet? Brandon? Was it like the Bible or something? Yes, it was the Bible. Or still, something. Still working. <laughs> still it's in always perfect working. working order. Yeah. Was it a TikTok influencer? <laughs> Yo, just, LOL, just fell out of a plane. <laughs> That annoying TikTok song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the global news headline reads: iPhone sucked out of Alaska Airlines plane found still working after 16,000 foot fall. We need to make a commercial out of this immediately. <laughs> How did the phone finder know that it was in fact a phone from that plane? Someone had texted, "Lol, are you on that bad plane?" <laughs> <laughs> It was not. The phone was on airplane mode. Oh, my God. That's so... The phone on the nose. Still on airplane mode, yeah. and the baggage claim ticket was the lock screen. Oh. That is smart. The terrifying incident did not come without warnings. Apparently, the plane had previously displayed pressure warning lights three times. After seeing the warning lights illuminated, not once, but three times, what did Alaska Airlines do? They slammed the dashboard until it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> No, they just uh, opened it and took out the batteries and said, I'll put those back in later. They continue to fly the plane, but only over land. Oh, that's, that's the one you right. want. So it could return very quickly to an airport. They made the right. decision not to fly it over large open water. Where you could feasibly survive if you fell out of the plane. Versus Let's fly over the Alaska wilderness. That's the, the safest mean, yeah. place the on The safest Earth. place, yeah. It sounds bad until you think of all the times you've ignored the check engine lights. <laughs> <laughs> because news Canada's funniest news quiz Today I'm joined by Alice Moran, Brandon Ash Muhammad, and Miguel Rivas Don't forget to check out clips from our show at our TikTok at CBC Because News TikTok, it's not just for pimple popping videos anymore <laughs> Panel, it's time for a news clue. This news clue comes to you in the form of a new holiday special. Have a listen and try to figure out what special day the Peanuts gang are celebrating. This January, celebrate Peanuts style with an all-new holiday classic. What's the matter, Charlie Brown? Oh, Linus, I promised myself I would work out and ask the little red-haired girl on a date... 
and I haven't made it to the gym once. Part of the human condition is setting unattainable goals and dooming ourselves to failure. And that's what January's all about, Charlie Brown. (laughs) You're right. Besides, I guess I can work on not procrastinating and finally get my book report done on time. (laughs) What do you mean it was due yesterday? Good grief. (laughs) At least you tried, Charlie Brown. This weekend on CBC Jam. (laughs) I like that. I like that. All right, panel, for a point, can you guess the day at least you tried, Charlie Brown, is marking? Victoria Day. (laughs) (laughs) He loves the queen. No, Alice. Is it the day in January where statistically everyone has given up on their New Year's resolutions? You're correct for the Mm -hmm. point. The headline from the standard reads, Quitter's Day is coming. Here's how to stay on track with your resolutions. Quitter's Day is the second Friday in January. That's the day most people statistically abandon their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Did you make any resolutions this year? Yeah, I made one, which was to like see how many days I can go in a row without spending any money at all. Yeah. Because it's very hard. This is serious. Like I try and go three days in a row where I don't spend any money. And it's very hard. And yeah. I failed my resolution uh, within oh. three days. <laughs> Alice, any resolutions? Yeah, I've been going to the gym more, and it, it it's mostly okay, except I'm going to a nicer gym than I used to go to. So everyone's really, really attractive, and it, it's aspirational, but it also makes me want to die. <laughs> well, you need one of those B-Mind yeah. tech mirrors to be like, keep, <laughs> keep smiling. Keep going. You look great. Uh, Brandon, any resolutions? Um, my whole one is to do things that make me uncomfortable, be confrontational. So like the other day, I sent something back at a restaurant because <gasps> I didn't like it and it was bad. What was it and what was wrong with it? It was like a, it was like a, a, a vegan chili well, that, there's yeah, your first yeah. mistake. <laughs> yeah. You ordered vegan chili. Well, I was at a vegan restaurant. And it was full there's of your, meat. There yeah. was your actual first yeah. mistake. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have resolved to make January a dry January. Some folks don't like that level of pressure and are opting for another kind of January. What kind of January are they going for? Um, I'm doing January, but was spelt with two N's. <laughs> In, in honor of our Lord and Savior, Jan Arden. Um, yeah. Amen. Yeah. January. Yes. Alice? Just moist January. Oh, you're very close. The headline from the New York Times reads, To cut back on drinking, try damp January. Ew. Somehow that sounds worse yeah. than moist, moist January. January. <laughs> Damp January is when you don't cut out drinking altogether. You just cut back. What do they say are the benefits of damp January? You text less exes. <laughs> you go. have less fun. And so you age at a more normal pace. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say your skin looks better. Yeah. They say lower blood pressure, better sleep, possible weight loss. Oh. Also, choosing if and when you're going to drink as opposed to banning it altogether sometimes allows a greater sense of control and the ability to build better habits around drinking. Hmm. But isn't choosing when and if you drink the problem at the beginning of it? <laughs> it depends. How damp are your Januaries? Pretty damp. <laughs> Pretty damp. I don't really drink. I remember the other day I was like, I don't need alcohol. I just need like an orange Pico tea. And my friend was like, you sound old as hell. Yeah. I'm in a dry January right now. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds so fun. Well, you know, there's a point over the Christmas break where I was having a coffee that was mostly Bailey's for the fifth day in a row at eight in the morning. And I was like, I think this is maybe a problem. <laughs> so you gotta, you, 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 you're not an alcoholic at Christmas if you can go dry in January. And then that means you can go even harder next Christmas. Because <laughs> you saved all your drinks for later in the year. Is, is that a real thing if people do dry January that in like February they're getting sauced? Like, do you like reward yourself too heavily if you Come pull find off? me February 1st to find out. <laughs> I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to the end of another Because News. Our champion this week is Brandon Ash Muhammad. Or something. Congratulations, Brandon. You have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford, sending a big thumbs down to the county in Florida that has banned 1,600 books, including the dictionary. There's a word for people like you, and I guess that's why you don't want anyone to be able to look it up. We'll see you next week. Why? Because news. Give it up for Alice Moran, Brandon Ash Muhammad, and Miguel Rivas. And yourselves. Thanks for being here. Hey, Canada. This is Brandon Ash Muhammad, winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up. Alice Moran and Miguel Rivers. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Lee Pitts, Gavin Crawford, Phil Long, and Jess Klamowski. This week, they had help from John Caruana and John Blair. Rounding out the team, Aaron Conway, Bronwyn Page, Errol Gonzalez, and our recording engineer, Paul Hodge. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.